the robe of feathers. O oh, magic strains that fill our ravished ears, the fairy sings, and from the cloudy spheres, chiming in unison, the angels' lutes, tabrets and cymbals, and sweet silvery flutes ring through the heaven that glows with purple hues, as when Samiro's western slope endues the tints of sunset, while the azure wave from isle to isle the pine-clad shores doth lave. From Yukishima's slope, a beauteous storm whirl down the flowers and still that magic form. Those snowy pinions fluttering in the light ravish our souls with wonder and delight. Ha Goromo Translated by B.H. Chamberlain It was springtime, and along Mio's pine-clad shore there came a sound of birds. The blue sea danced and sparkled in the sunshine, and Heruku, a fisherman, sat down to enjoy the scene. As he did so, he chanced to see, hanging on a pine tree, a beautiful robe of pure white feathers. As Heruku was about to take down the robe, he saw coming towards him from the sea an extremely lovely maiden who requested that the fisherman would restore the robe to her. Heruku gazed upon the lady with considerable admiration. Said he, I found this robe, and I mean to keep it, for it is a marvel to be placed among the treasures of Japan. No, I cannot possibly give it to you. Oh, cried the maiden pitifully, I cannot go soaring into the sky without my robe of feathers, for if you persist in keeping it, I can never more return to my celestial home. Oh, good fisherman, I beg of you to restore my robe. The fisherman, who must have been quite a hard-hearted fellow, refused to relent. The more you plead, said he, the more determined I am to keep what I have found. Thus the maiden made answer. Speak not, dear fisherman, speak not that word. Knowest thou not that, like the hapless bird whose wings are broke, I seek, but seek in vain, reft of my wings, to soar to heaven's blue plain? After further argument on the subject, the fisherman's heart softened a little. I will restore your robe of feathers, said he, if you will at once dance before me. Then the maiden replied, I will dance it here, the dance that makes the palace of the moon turn round, so that even poor, transitory man may learn its mysteries. But I cannot dance without my feathers. No, said the fisherman suspiciously. If I give you this robe, you will fly away without dancing before me. This remark made the maiden extremely angry. The pledge of mortals may be broken, said she, but there is no falsehood among the heavenly beings. These words put the fisherman to shame, and without further ado, he gave the maiden her robe of feathers. When she had put on her pure white garment again, she struck a musical instrument and began to dance. And while she danced and played, she sang of many strange and beautiful things concerning her faraway home on the moon. She sang of the mighty palace of the moon, where thirty monarchs ruled, fifteen in robes of white when that shining orb was full, and fifteen robed in black when the moon was waning. 
The fisherman did not long enjoy this kindly exhibition of the moon lady's skill, for very soon her dainty feet ceased to tap upon the sand. She rose into the air, the white feathers of her robe gleaming against the pine trees or against the blue sky itself. Up she went, still playing and singing past the summits of the mountains, higher and higher, until her song was hushed, until she reached the glorious palace of the moon. <laughs>